Off the Groove with Scotty Dubler. Friday, October 15th, maybe Saturday, October 16th, 2021, episode number 203. 203, Scotty. 203, yeah. and I think that means we're we're in three years on this because it was about three years ago I came to your house and we started this mess. It's kind of nuts, man. And I had to do the speculation of maybe tomorrow because whew, I'm a little under the weather. We're recording. You, I don't know if you people can tell with my sexy voice how uh, I got like <laughs> the little lower baritone voice for this episode. Uh, I'm I'm a little under the weather, dude. Not COVID. I'm not COVID. I can smell, and uh, I tasted my delicious dinner tonight. So. Uh, it's yeah. definitely not so COVID, but just hanging out with the wrong crowd in Charlotte, or what? Yeah, I don't. I think it's running around my little snot-nosed nephews, dude. Um, got a little, got a little bug. Um, but uh, but I'm gonna shake it. I'm gonna be okay. I feel fine. I just don't sound fine. I'm a little congested, but we'll be okay. I like maybe I, th- I do think it gives me a little sexier voice. What do you think? I think it's a little nasally uh, the way I can hear you right Sexy, now. Sexy, but... nasally, whatever. <laughs> same thing. Some people think that same nasal thing, stuff is sexy. I guess I don't know. Okay, it's enough about my nose stuff. Enough about your sexiness. Let's talk Charlotte, man. Let's do it, your dude. hometown. It was a heck of a finale, dude. Uh, I, I still haven't figured out how to talk through this one. It was, it was a challenge in a lot of ways. Um, it was uh, long in a lot of ways, but uh, I, I don't know. I still love that venue, and I still believe that Charlotte is a place that we can have some good flat track racing dude even despite um the rough the rough one we had there for the finale well it just you know there's there's a window up opportunity that we had to get it in on saturday night we couldn't start until we got you know paramedics and track personnel from the big track over to our track you know and then we had to be done by 11. yeah um that being said maybe they could have stopped and, and prepped the track i think after Mikey Rush went down that siding lap in the singles class, I think they possibly should have looked at it maybe a little bit more. And sending the singles around for two laps, I don't think is enough to to, to knock off the shininess. I think if you had a sprint car to go out there and, and maybe run a few laps, or if you even take a, 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 a drag, something not necessarily like what you use at Lima or a cushion, but something that would dig in, like they had some fingers that would open that dirt up. Because it was shiny, which meant slippery. And as it got darker, and the moisture came up, it continued to get slick, it continued to slick off. And in turn number four, uh, you know, there was a, a, a scary patch. It was darker than the rest of the track. And, and I saw Briar cut through there one time in practice, just about went off the motorcycle. So he didn't do it again. He started squaring off the corner a little bit before that, but then it, it, it ended up did, it bit him in the main event. And he was doing everything he had to do to try to win that championship, but it just, uh, it upset him. He went up and over and over the handlebars and almost saved it. Clipped like the third hay bale from the end. And uh, then his bike bounced out right in front of Sammy and Sammy had nowhere to go. So it was a wild incident for sure. Yeah, it was it was crazy, man. I was really hoping we'd get something in Friday. I think that would have helped with the schedule on Saturday, trying to get, um, you know, the Bill Train race girls. They, they, they didn't make it there. The ladies didn't make a race to race on Saturday, which kind of helped. Uh, can you imagine trying to get that in with with everything too? I mean, I I, I love that program, but I'm glad they weren't there Saturday because I don't want to see those ladies that yeah. don't have enough experience or a lot of experience go down on a track that that's not forgiving. So, since you have never fallen off a flat track bike, Carter, when it's dry and slick, you slot, you fall down, you slide forever, and that's fine. But when it's when it's wet and tacky, you fall down you stick 
and you bounce and mm. you break stuff and that and that that was what the biggest difference is that's why we had so many people get hurt after they did fall down i mean uh you just that dirt just grabs a hold of you when it's wet and tacky like that yeah yeah it's never it's never fun to see uh, harder to see when you're there in person um but i mean i still think the anticipation was building i still think the championship uh everybody was looking forward to that and it's just you know you want to see it, the two contenders finish the race and it's a bummer it did it did end like it did um but there's some positives to take away from from charlotte man I, I really think it was cool to see davis fisher get his first grand national win uh jesse janish uh winning his first race on a twin uh on an oval too right like yeah, and, yep. and doing that for harley davidson making the most of his opportunity there with vance and hines uh so mm-hmm. that was super cool to see uh max will you know uh, he finished in second in the singles but finishing with a win uh and doing uh going out in 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 a solid fashion uh i i don't know i, I think it was overall a pretty good event still even though it was kind of condensed and and rushed there on the, on the saturday but and i don't know you see it on the schedule for 2022 so we're going to try to um, do that all again i just hope we can figure out a way to bring out the fans that's the biggest thing that i'm still scratching my head trying to figure out um was it the weather was it you know just because was it there it's charlotte's a four-wheel racing city i don't know they they, they just didn't have the right. turnout i'd hope for and i know that they hope for right. so yeah one, one more thing i got on davis fisher is he led one lap and that was the last lap he yep. was way behind him he was in fourth for a while got to third there was a gap between himself and jared meese and jd beach and i'd like to you know tip of the cap to jd beach he rode the wheels off that yamaha he absolutely and that's did. the best that's the best the yamaha has looked on a half mile and it's because of the track conditions yep there it was it was sticky enough and wet enough where he wasn't it wasn't dry where he didn't have all the wheel spin like normal and and of course they're they're trying to make the playing field a little bit more level so uh, a combination of things but jd rode the wheels off that i thought he was going to give jared a, a run for his money maybe go up there and win it and then the last lap here comes davis fisher out of nowhere bonds eyes three and four goes through both of them and yes, wins sir. the race beat you know beats me to the finish line um i mean it, it he won by uh point one one four seconds wow. but it doesn't matter yeah you win as long as you're the first one across the finish line and he did that so congratulations to davis his first of hopefully many victories from number 67 absolutely and it's not the first time he's done something like that i remember him doing something like that volusia back in the uh what about a year and a half two years ago um making a move on jared i think uh similar to that he went yeah, he went around the outside going into three, and nobody goes on the outside at Volusia, especially at a Steve Nace AMA All-Star. The groove's not quite as wide as it is for an AFT race, potentially. Sometimes it is, but he went around the outside of Jared and then shut the door on Jared and, and won at the Volusia Half Mile. So, yeah, uh, congratulations to Davis. And he did it in a van. Yeah. Him and his dad almost, almost didn't even go to Charlotte. Yep. They loaded up. They stopped by Michigan, raced a race there on the way. You know, it was a, an RPM race there at Hastings, Michigan. Yeah. And didn't even win that. So, you know, then you kind of doubt yourself. Do I keep going, you know, from Michigan all the way down to Charlotte? And I, it was definitely worth his while. Yeah. And just as excited as you are for for Davis, you know, you're, you're super excited for Rex and the whole family because they've been supporting Davis since the beginning. Uh, Rex mm-hmm. has been in that pit, you know, turning wrenches, making sure that his son's got the best motorcycles week in and week out. So, 
Um, super cool to see that, not just for Davis, but for Rex as well. And, you know, we said Jesse Janish, man. That that's, uh, production twins battle was super badass, dude. I was going to be happy either way, seeing either one of those guys win in that last race. But it was really cool to see Jesse come across and get that win. That short stint, make, making the most out of that stint with Vance and Hines. So. And, and what I was saying on, on air, you know, when we were live on Track Pass is maybe he's auditioning for a job. I don't know if he wants to come back to flat track full time next year, but... You know, if you look at his results from the last, you know, four or five rounds, I think he definitely earned a spot. Absolutely. Maybe he opened some eyes. Maybe maybe now people realize he's not just a TT rider. Yeah. You know, yeah, he's a TT specialist, but he can now now we know he can win on an oval and he was a threat every weekend. He was like first, second, third, and fourth. I think every round he raced after, you know, when he came back. So uh yeah, he definitely uh did a great job. Dan Bromley finished out the podium with a third place finish, third in the point standings. So good job for Dan the man. And, you know, Corey locked up that championship the week before. And uh, honestly, he just never looked comfortable out there. And why push it? You have yeah. nothing to prove. You already won the championship. So Corey just kind of settled in, I think, to a fifth place finish. But, uh, you know, it didn't matter for him. Uh, just survive it and move on. Uh, the singles class was awesome. Maxwell did everything he had to do to win the championship. He went out there and won the race. He's already signed on to race for KTM next year, Red Bull KTM. And uh, you know what? KTM won the Singles Manufacturer Championship. So congratulations to them. So uh, my hat's off to them. Uh, I also give a shout out to not only Cody Kopp for running second, led, you know, Cody Kopp actually led more laps. He, he led 14 laps. Maxwell led 12. And then he got uh, Trent Lowe, was yeah. fast all day, got a, got a bad start. And I think maybe some of the... I, I don't know if it's inexperience or, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm going to say I did the same thing. When you when you go out there and you set fast, I'm running this one line. It is hard to make yourself change that line. He never gave up on the top line. It, he got it he got it going at the very end of the race. I think that line kind of came in for him. But if he would have went down there with those other guys and, and, you know, girl were racing, I think he might have he might have been up there a little bit closer to the front, maybe got his first win for Wally Brown and, that you know, for Wally Brown and Trent together they haven't won yet but uh uh you know maxwell cody cop trent low zabala had a good run up there Absolutely. fourth and then bruno runs out your top five um which brings me to my next point i'll just keep on moving uh over there in the turner racing honda pit area there was a number 13 red bike and a number 106 red bike they so sure uh yeah. kind of making some announcements and then actually on instagram today the three Turner Hondas that will be at the uh, Richmond, Virginia race will be the 13 of Morgan Mischler, the 106 of uh, Chase Sadoff, who's getting his pro license here real soon, and also the 51 of Zabala, who will try to defend. He won there last year, so that's coming up October the 23rd, which is not too far away. Um, unfortunately, I won't be there. I'm in uh, Prescott Valley, Arizona next weekend, but uh, that'll be a good one for sure next weekend. Well, uh, you know, me and uh, Sammy Saavedra are going to be there. So we'll still be representing two of the three uh, Amigos there. And uh, it's going to be a good time, man. Turner wasting no time getting ready for the 2022 season with their uh, with their new lineup of, uh, of riders. Pretty cool to see uh, that announcement there in Charlotte, too. Congrats to Chase that off once again, man. Well-deserved. And Morgan Mischler, one hell of a year, man. And uh, look forward to seeing how they go on those Turner Hondas. One, one other thing on the singles class, and I want to make sure that we haven't mentioned yet dallas daniels repeating for the championship man yeah. uh pretty emotional uh, after the championship pretty pretty uh cool to see him and uh and that team do uh do it again this year uh, and get that back-to-back championship uh, best of luck to dallas uh as he moves on from the singles class i look forward to seeing that that kid win a lot more races and uh 
congrats to the whole Essence and Yamaha team. Yeah, first first rider to ever back up the FT Singles Championship with the, the a win in the in the second season, and that was the most emotional I've ever seen him. Uh, my question is now: Are they gonna are they gonna stay in production twins? Are they gonna take him all the way to the top to super twins, or what's gonna happen in the off season? Is that class gonna be combined? We'll have to wait and see. I'm not, I don't know anything. Uh, I'm just kind of guessing as to what's gonna happen. But uh, I, I I would uh, I would guess that he's gonna go all the way to the to the top level. But, but I don't know anything, so um, we'll wait and see. Before we get into the schedule, before we get into this week's guest, um, we have two new patrons we on do. Patreon. I'd like to, like to give a shout-out to Jess Reynolds, who is a racer. Who uh, She had a raffle going on. Not, a people, not enough people bought raffle tickets, so I told her to keep the money that I bought the raffle tickets for, You know, buy a tire or two tires or whatever. And then also uh, Morgan's Place. Morgan Monroe yes. came on our podcast not too long ago, and... I guess maybe her way of thanking us is to support our podcast. Um, you know what? Every every little bit helps us too to do what we want to do, and uh, I I still think that's one of the coolest stories that we did all season long. So uh, thanks to Jess Reynolds and Morgan Monroe for their support here of Off the Group. Absolutely, we love it. Um, yeah, man, we talked through Charlotte. One other thing that we didn't hit on for Charlotte was uh, what our boy Scotty Taylor did for the Riders, and uh, we can get into that a little bit when we talk to him. Uh, you want to give him a call and kind of see what that's all about? Yeah, I think. And then and then we'll talk about the uh, schedule when we, when we do the outro. How's love, that? Love that idea. Let's get into it. Hello? Scotty Taylor. What's going on, man? Nothing. It's the other Scotty, in case you didn't recognize my voice. Uh, I kind of figured it'd be you. <laughs> Scotty and Scotty time. Yeah, Scotty and Scotty time here on Off the Groove. We appreciate your time. Uh we, we, you know, I haven't seen you for like five days, so we had to catch back up. But no, in, in, in all honesty, I, I just wanted to have you on here to talk about what you did um, out of out of the gracious of your heart. You you gave six hundred and thirty dollars to honor one of your heroes, Will Davis. And uh, a lot of people might not have caught that because we did talk about it on the broadcast. I think we only talked about it once or twice. Uh, but Will Davis was originally from the Charlotte area. And he was one of your favorite riders. So you donated $210 to whoever led the 21st lap of each of the three AFT main events. And I just want to commend you again and, and, and do it here on our podcast so we can get more people to know exactly what you did. But tell me tell me why you did it. it is, did Will Davis have that much of an effect on you? Well, yeah. I mean, you, you say that, uh, you know, not just my favorite rider, but I, Will was loved by – a lot of people in that paddock and, and you could see it every time you know, we, would, we would go out to a national, even though I was super young uh, at the time of, you know, when he was around and running at the top of his game. I mean, uh, just the way that he interacted with, with everybody uh, that would come around him and like, like me being a kid and like, he was always willing to take time and take pictures and sign autographs and just the, the nicest guy, a huge, just ray of sunshine to, to that paddock. And um, man, it, it, it hurt. Like we, uh, we all really, really miss him. Um, I, I don't think six hundred thirty dollars even begins to show enough gratitude for for what he meant. But uh, you know, it was, I thought it'd be cool to to do the two ten per class, you know, in honor of his number being twenty one, and uh, and you know, with that being the twenty years since he won at Charlotte and the end of the twenty twenty one season, it's kind of you know everything just kind of aligned, and to have the season finale there is is super cool as well. Um, you know, 20 years ago when Will won there, that's 
the most electric, I think, flat track atmosphere I've ever been a part of. I mean, it, that night, like, and I can remember it even as a kid, that night rivals a Conor McGregor fight that I went to in Las Vegas as far as that atmosphere. I mean, that was just, it was crazy when he, when he came across the finish line first and him and Kenny Coolbeth just duking it out and, and one of the best half mile main events that you'll, you'll ever see. I mean, they went at it uh, all 25 laps and, uh, man, that was just, that was a, that was a super special night as, you know, rough as it is. That was the last time I got to see him alive. Um, so, uh, so yeah, we were, you know, I kind of, I kind of tossed the idea out to, to Cole, Will's son, um, a long time ago, probably back in April or May. And was, you know, Hey, you know, the finale's in Charlotte. Would you mind if we did a little some Don or will, uh, I didn't want to just, you know, do it out there and not involve Cole and not have his thoughts on it. Um, so I wanted to get him kind of his, his thought. And he was like, you know, yeah, go man, go for it. And, uh, so, you know, I, I, you know, reached out to a couple people, tried to see how we could, could make it happen. And, you know, as things got, got closer, uh, was able to get, uh, Corey Texter actually gave me a contact uh, with Ashley at AFT, um, you know, a couple weeks before the event. And, you know, Ashley was a huge help with, uh, with getting that squared away and, and, you know, communicating with, with myself and with Cole as well and, and getting that put together uh, to deliver to the riders, you know? So when I got there on Friday uh, and the beautiful weather that we had on Friday, uh, <laughs> met up with Ashley and, uh, and got that to her for her to deliver to the riders who uh, led the 21st lap or in the case of the production twins, the winner because we didn't quite make it to 21. Right on. So do, do, do those riders know that they got the extra $210? Have you heard from any of those riders yet? I know we're just a few days out, but they probably haven't even been paid yet. So has, have any of those three riders reached out to you yet? Uh, not yet. Uh, I believe so. The way we went about it is we gave, uh, gave Ashley the cash and she was going to deliver it at the podium. Now with that, it was just three envelopes, AFT singles, lap 21 liter, $210. And there's just cash in the three envelopes. Um, I believe Max Whale, Jared Meese, and Jesse Janish would be the three recipients of that. Um, but look, I mean, Hey, we, that finale was insane. There's still, you know, I mean, there's so much that happened that night. I mean, that's, you know, a, a small part of, the, of that event. There's, you know, so much happened that night. I mean, Davis getting his first win, Jared and Briar's championship drop, Sammy, uh, you know, Max and Dallas's battle, with that mm-hmm. title, uh, Janish getting his, his production twins win. I mean, there's, we're still reeling from, from a lot of that. Um, so if, if I hear from him, great, but man, it's, it's, I, 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 I'm confident in Ashley, uh, as far as delivering that to, to the riders themselves. Yeah, absolutely. So let, let's give a little context of who you are. I think I met you, I think we decided 2015 at the Indy mile, you actually came up all 108 steps of the Indy mile grandstands where I used to announce from up there. And, and that's where we, we started talking and, and we, we'd met on social media or whatnot, but uh, we met in person at Indy, but uh, you work now for dirt vision. Uh, tell the folks what you do at dirt vision. Yeah. So, uh, so dirt vision, uh, if you don't know, is a uh, leading uh, streaming provider for the, uh, for dirt track car racing. Um, with they show all of the world of outlaws events, uh, sprint cars, late models, dirt car, summer nationals, um, super dirt car series, big block modifieds, as well as weekly racing at Knoxville, Attica, Williams Grove, Jacksonville, um, Millbridge up here in, in Salisbury, North Carolina, um, stuff down under in Australia. So I'm a, uh, I'm a producer, uh, with their content. I actually work in the home office in uh, Concord, North Carolina, and, uh, work with the feeds on those events. I've been, predominantly on the world of outlaw sprint car tour this year so 
haven't had a whole lot of weekends off. It's been a, uh, it's been a grind, but it's been super cool, uh, to be a part of that. And, um, and, uh, man, the dirt vision that they're, they're awesome, man. They're, they're, uh, they're an incredible group to work for. And I'm very, very blessed to have gotten that opportunity. Um, I've been with them for, uh, just over two years now, kind of, uh, kind of, uh, how we met is how I actually got involved with them. And uh, I just had to slot in some DMS, man. You miss hundred percent of the shots you don't take. Right. That's right. That's right. So you also go to a lot of flat track races when you're not working for Dirt Vision, and you've covered a lot of races, and you've put them on, on a YouTube channel, and a lot of folks might not even realize, but that's you. So uh, talk about this stuff that you've put on your YouTube channel. How, you know, what is your YouTube channel titled, and how can people find uh, find your videos? So, yeah, so with that, um, one of the uh, – kind of goes back to what, what Dirt Vision does. Dirt Vision has this huge vault of all these old races that you can go back and, and, and relive. And I wish that, um, flat track had more of that. You know, we've got the track pass thing that has, I think dating back to 2017. Um, and then you can find some stuff on YouTube from some of the nationals, but I, I really like wanted to, you know, whenever we got hit with the pandemic and I was working predominantly from home, I decided to convert all of this old footage that, um, my dad and I have filmed, you know, dating back to 1991. Um, you know, into a digital form and was like, well, you know, maybe there could be some people out there who, you know, have never gotten a chance to see Mars racing, the asphalt stuff that, you know, went on during, during the mid nineties, um, that Will Davis was so dominant and it's so fun to watch. Um, and then a lot of people also don't get to see footage from a lot of the all-star events. And like, some of those are, are big time races. I mean, you see the turnout we get at, at Volusia the past couple of years. I mean, it might as well be a national. Um, so, so that page actually has just, I renamed it. Um, so it's, uh, it's called flat track flashback and, uh, you can search it on YouTube. It's not a subscribe thing. It's, it's free. And, and so it's, you can go through and, and look at stuff on there. I've got stuff from all-star races, uh, some stuff from the winter throwdown this past year, some old Mars footage. Um, I was hoping to get a couple other videos posted up there now that I had a weekend off, but uh, my laptop and I are not getting along and I'm about ready to give it a nice RKO. It keeps doing <laughs> nonsense. Time for a new one. Time for a new one. Games well, to be I, that way. I, I got to ask you this. I don't think I've ever asked you. I, I know you're a diehard fan and, and that's what happens when you go to a race, uh, especially flat track. I know you like sprint cars too, but, um, did you ever try racing? Did you, do you ride motorcycles? Have you ever tried racing? I have never tried racing. It took me until probably around, nine or 10 years old before I was even comfortable enough to get on a bike myself. Um, and then to be honest, man, I don't have what it takes mentally, uh, to, to do what, what, what those guys and gals do on the track. I mean, it is, it's unreal. Um, what all, what all those riders are able to do. And I, I am not, I'm not built that way. Uh, so <laughs> no ra racing myself was, was, was never something that, uh, that I ever tried, uh, you know, enjoy riding, um, but, uh, I'm, I'm not a, I, I think I'm going to stay, stay behind the fence and behind the lens, uh, when it, when it comes to stuff like that and let the, uh, let the pros go out there and, and, and God bless them too, because there is like, I love the world of outlaws. They can call themselves the greatest show on dirt, but we really know what the greatest show on dirt is. And that's, Absolutely. that's flashback motorcycle racing. 
Yeah, it's just it's 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 still it's still the best racing that's out there, and it's still I think the biggest secret in the world too. I mean, we're getting there, we're we're making headways and and getting bigger and better. But uh, uh, tell me what what's the motorcycle scene there in Charlotte? You live right there close to the Charlotte Motor Speedway, so what's the motorcycle scene like there? Ah, uh, man, it's kind of it's it's kind of hard to say honestly. Like I don't. I don't see a whole lot um, of, of two wheel going on out here in, in Charlotte, North Carolina. It's definitely a late model uh, dirt car country. Um, and, uh, you know, there's a handful of motocross tracks kind of near the area, um, but it's definitely a, definitely more of a car fan base than around, uh, around Charlotte. So, right. uh, yeah, not, not, not what you get up in like Pennsylvania, which are, you know, Illinois and, and places like that. And, and my mom's family is actually, you know, they lived in Hagerstown, Maryland for a long time. Ooh. And so we would go up and, uh, and check out Hagerstown every year and made a few mm-hmm. trips to Frederick and have been to Timonium a handful of times and Shippensburg and caught a lot of the, uh, the stuff up there and in Pennsylvania. And, you know, that's where, you know, I got to see guys like Corey Texter and Brandon Robinson, Johnny Lewis, Jared Beast. Jake Johnson literally like grow up in front of my eyes. And so yeah. that's been super cool to to really follow their career from, you know, the amateur days all the way to, you know, winning championships on, on the professional level. Um, but yeah, in North Carolina, you, you have, you have a handful of racing that, that goes on, but it's, it's more spread out. Um, and, uh, you know, we still keep in touch with Robert Lewis, who's actually from my dad's hometown. Um, of about 70 people in Tarboro, North Carolina. <laughs> I'm sure it's more than 70, but it doesn't feel like it. Right. Um, but yeah, we keep in touch with him and, uh, you know, kind of grew up again watching him and Will Davis and, and John Nickens at a track in, in Red Springs, North Carolina called Hammer Down. Um, that was a cool little place, uh, like almost a cushion short track. Uh, whenever they would ride there, it was a really neat little place. But, um, but yeah, mo- motorcycle racing in, in in North Carolina is just uh, it just I just wish it I wish we had more I wish we had more, um, yep. you know especially with Charlotte being such an amazing you know, facility, um, you know to host these events I wish we could get a bigger turnout there. Yeah, we're we're trying we're 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 coming back again next year and that's what leads up to my next question at the uh, banquet they kind of. revealed the provisional schedule it's not all set in stone just yet is there one particular race that stands out that you're excited about i have only seen half of that uh i have not actually seen the uh the full the full rundown just yet um so obviously if you're coming back to charlotte and that's almost within walking distance of where i live it's a long walk but uh, i'm only about a five minute drive from the track um, so if you're coming back to Charlotte, that's going to be probably the top of my list. Um, Port Royal put on a fantastic show this year. I mean, that, that place is, is awesome to yeah. to check yeah. out. I've only gotten to see, uh, cars hot lap there once got rained on. I, you know, it's, it's weird. I, maybe I shouldn't go to Charlotte because I swear when I go to racetracks, it rains almost all the time. Um, so I, I don't know what that's about. I mean, yeah, yeah. Dark, <laughs> dark, dark cloud following you around Scotty. I might, it must be. It's beautiful down here. I just got to Oak Island down here at the beach, so we got great weather down here. Nice little relaxation. But maybe, maybe you just need to keep me away from racetracks. Yeah, keep it me in the like, studio. <laughs> it, def- it definitely seemed seemed like this year that the the dark cloud kind of followed AFT. I mean, like like Charlotte was in a drought before we got there, and and Sacramento 
you know, it's just all, all these other places didn't have rain. And then we, uh, and then, then all of a sudden we put it on the schedule and then we do, but, uh, Hey man, just thanks for the time. Enjoy the beach. And I, I think what you did putting up that $210, I know, um, doesn't sound like a lot to some people, but it is, I mean, that's, that's a rear tire for each of these riders and to honor Will Davis. I, I love what you did and, uh, thanks for doing what you're doing and, and, uh, keep it up and we'll check out your YouTube channel. Hey, I appreciate it. Thanks for thanks for reaching out, man. It's always good talking to you guys. Like you said, it's been five days, so my withdrawals are kicking in. So thank you for that. Uh, much needed. Always good to talk with you, and had a had a blast catching up with everybody in Charlotte. And that, uh, I just want to give a huge thank you to to all the riders and teams, you know, and, and everybody involved in, in the media and everything with Flat Track. You guys are and gals are are incredible at what you do, and, and just so appreciative of everything that that everybody does to keep Flat Track going. It's the most exciting form of motorsports, and really sports in general. Uh, on this planet, and like you said, it's it's a it's a hidden gem, and uh, and more people need to to get their eyes on it because um, there's there is nothing nothing like it. So so thank you to everybody that's involved with with the sport, and thank you guys for uh, for reaching out and and catching up. Good way to start the weekend. Thanks a lot, Scotty. Have a good one, bud. Super cool thing that scotty taylor did there for the charlotte race and uh i love that kid uh does a lot of cool stuff on his youtube channel uh for flat track races if if you haven't checked it out go check it out today um a lot of cool races that he's uh put the time and effort into recording and and editing and putting on the interwebs for everybody to enjoy yeah and like i I, like i said when i was talking to him we met back in 15 we we probably met on social media way before that but a super nice guy um i got him in the booth where i was at uh, at Charlotte and then uh, beforehand or maybe on Friday I took him through the production truck and he got to meet Brad Jones and they never met in person but they knew who each other were and I got to show him around the truck just a little bit and then we hung out after the race there on Saturday night uh, just for a little bit but yeah super nice guy he lives right there in Concord uh, or Concord North Carolina however you want to say it Concord where from, but Concord well, there's is it then there's Concord California no I, I think know. Concord's up well, north Connecticut? Connecticut? Yeah, something up there, yeah. Anyway, so Concord, North Carolina is where he's from, and, and super nice guy, and, and he loves flat track. You can tell just by listening to him talk about it how much he loves flat track, and his dad's right there, too. His dad loves it, too. Absolutely. Um, good dude. Does a lot for the sport um, outside of uh, the Dirt Vision stuff that he does for the day job. So uh, appreciate his time. Appreciate uh, everything he does. And anytime a rider can get a little extra cash when they cross that uh, – checkered line checkered start finish line uh i think everybody's yeah, for that we, we had different ways we we're trying to figure out how we were going to do it and unfortunately the the uh the production twins didn't make it to the 21st lap so whoever was leading that lap that last lap got the uh, extra 210 which would be janish but uh, yeah cool he, it, it came out of his pocket you know yeah that was just him it wasn't he didn't go out and drum up the money he gave 630 bucks 210 dollars so uh, hats off to him uh, let's talk about the schedule just a little bit before we shut this thing down for the night and let you get some uh, R&R over there but uh, any surprises on the schedule for you yeah dude I didn't think Castle Rock would be there um, we talked a lot about it and uh, everything that I heard was it, it couldn't it's a great idea couldn't host a national so it's gonna host a national in 2022 I'm stoked on that it's 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 been a while and that's actually where Jeffrey Carver got his first grand national win a lot of others have too but um, I think the last time I was there I think uh, we shut down the power on like a full city block. I don't know what we plugged in or what we were doing, but I'm sitting there talking. Bikes are on the track. So, of course, when the power goes down, you know, there's no more live timing. Yeah. There's no more microphones. We can't tell everybody what's <laughs> going on. So everybody's just 
Everybody's just looking around like, uh, did he stop talking? And then they finally threw the red flag or the checkered flag or whatever. And they had to get a, somebody from the city to come out there and fix it. But uh, no, I, I, I'm assuming everything is going to be upgraded a little bit. You stopped out there not too long ago. Dude, yeah, I stopped after uh, I was up there for the Washougal race for the moto, outdoor moto. And I've never put eyes on it, so I had to go up there put eyes on it. I might have busted through the gate and uh, taken home a little lava <laughs> rock. Um, I didn't. A castle just, rock? A castle, rock, castle rock. rock? Yeah, it's good. Oh, look at this. I got it right here. Look at that. Oh. It looks like a giant marble. It's it's pretty cool. Mm. Yeah. Doesn't uh-huh. taste good. Tasty? Uh, Tasty? So, yeah, so I'm excited about that one. I just wanted to see a race in the Pacific Northwest. They have a nice little West Coast swing uh, that they got going on. Uh, I'm excited to see a couple of these, dude. I don't know. Obviously, that that spring TBD uh, is a lot of rumors about that being Bristol. You know, that makes me ear to ear grin. Uh, I would love to see those bikes go around that track. Uh, I don't know, man. There's a lot of uh, different. We can probably bust into that in full detail. You want to do a whole recap? Did you did you even go to the banquet? <laughs> That's kind of a long story. So <laughs> I don't know what the truth is. Yeah. But I wasn't originally supposed to be in town. Me, Kristen Beat, Kristen Beat's uh, cameraman Brian were all supposed to catch a flight out 6 a.m. Saturday morning to go to Dallas to go to Reno for yeah. an enduro cross. Well, I was looking at the weather. I bailed out on that on Tuesday. Well, there was no banquet tickets available because there was a limited number. And so Kristen began to go. I didn't get to go. Ricky was going to be there. So he, he, Ricky and his fiance, Leah, they ended up going uh, and actually sat with Sammy and, and uh, had a good time at their table. But uh, so some people weren't going, but tickets weren't still made readily available for me or Kristen. So I, I don't know if they were upset that we weren't originally going to be there. And they said, hey, these guys didn't want to go or what. But you know what? This is. What, what, I don't know if they know this. This is how I make a living. This is the only job I have is announcing. So if I can catch another gig the next day, you know, yeah, I usually host the banquet. Does it pay a lot? No. Is it fun for me? No. I don't. I, I like the racing action. I'm not going to lie to you. So I, I don't know. I, I'm just saying I didn't go to the banquet, unfortunately, but it looked like a good time. Our buddy Jason Andrews and Jason Wygant, uh, were the MCs, dude? That was so cool to see Jason Andrews. I think this is a hell of an idea. Why don't we just have a, a, an episode next week where we talk about the season with Jason Andrews? Okay. Uh, why don't we call Ricky and maybe even call Kristen Beat and have uh, a nice little recap of the 2020, uh, 2021 season and, and talk through that for next week? What do you think? I think that's a great idea. I know a lot of people like Tracy Jones was hitting me up and say, hey, I can't wait to hear this week's podcast because a lot happened. But a lot did happen in Charlotte. Unfortunately, a lot of it was negative. Um, my dad even said, you know, like 10% of the riders went to the hospital. Well, that's not a good number, you know. Um, I'm just, I'm thankful, like I said earlier, that the Royal Enfield ladies weren't there and none of those females got hurt. I'm also surprised that none of the Super Hooligan riders went down. That, that to me says okay they're out there to have fun our guys are out there to race for for the for not only the win but for championships and the level of competition steps up when it's the last race of the year that's all there is to it you know people want to win you know you win in october you're the last winner until march you know everybody knows uh, davis fisher won the last race well we can say that all the way until march you know so uh everybody wants to win every race i'm not saying that but i'm just saying that you know when you win the last race it's kind of special 
you're only as good as your last race, and those folks that won in Charlotte are going to be able to say that for a few months. So, um, exactly. Super cool. Exactly. Super cool. And, and yeah, it wasn't all bad, man. There were some highlights. We talked about the Fisher. We talked about Janish. And, uh, you know, Max, there's Maxwell. Maxwell, mm-hmm. obviously. Um, there's a lot of cool things. There's still We're still in the middle of the silly season, though. There's a lot of craziness. Oh, wait. Rumors it's, going that's around just and getting, all that fun stuff. That's just getting going. Yeah, not only the schedule is part of the silly season, but, you know, there's already rumors about where people are going, and, and we'll just have to see how those cards start unfolding. Hopefully, they'll uh, come on here and share it with us. They've done that before. Um, and before we before we step off here, congratulations to the champions. Jared Meese earned it. He yep. was some 34 points behind at one point in the season. I don't know if you understand this, race fans, but you only get 25 points for winning a national. And that's with Breyer not doing, in, you know, so for him to overcome that, and Breyer was barely off the podium. Yep. Uh, we'll talk about that more. Uh, not only congrats to Jared Meese, but congrats to Corey Texter. He had an awesome season. And Dallas Daniels, you know, he did what he had to do at the last race. He finished up there about sixth or so. That's all he needed to do. He was coming on strong at the end, but he also knew if he threw it away, he could possibly throw away his championship. So that's why he didn't wasn't up there mixing up for the win. But uh, a good slash bad way to end the season, I guess. I don't I don't want to say too much bad about it because I love going to Charlotte. I, I'm glad we're going back there next year. But uh, let's hope for better racing. Absolutely, safer man. track. Absolutely. Well, I'm glad you made it home. Uh, I'm glad everybody's safe. And uh, we'll do it again next week when we talk about the whole season. What do you got going on this weekend? You got to try to try to get rid of that cold? or what I'm getting, trying to get rid of the cold. I'm also preparing for this uh, Mike Hacker race up in uh, up in Virginia. Got to do some uh, little promos leading to that. Helping uh, we- Johnny Lewis in his race in, in Thanksgiving. So getting that together. Doing some left out stuff that you, me, and Sammy are going to get on the horn and talk about here soon, hopefully. Fingers crossed. Yep, yep. yep. Are you uh, are you driving to Virginia? Or will you fly to that one? I'm uh, I'm thinking about driving. I don't know. I'm, I'm I, I gotta kind of plan that one out. I haven't I haven't booked a flight yet. Let me tell you that. I was gonna say maybe hop in on a rental. Maybe that'd be a little quicker. I might ride up with Robbie Bobby. I don't, I don't know if I'd close my eyes around that guy. And he he, he he picks on he picks on Dalton. We'll see. I'm going I'm going I'm going to Tejas to play with some monster trucks tomorrow. That's super cool. Have fun with that, Brad. I will, man. I, that's you know that's my roots. Uh, as far as my my first real break in announcing was for Monster Jam. You'll pay for the whole realize. seat, but you'll only need the edge. <laughs> and and the other one, when I tell people I do Monster Trucks, Sunday, 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 Sunday. That's right. All right. Cool, Carter. Well, hope you feel better, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. Thanks to all of our patrons. Thanks to all of our uh, listeners. And uh, smash that like button. Tell all your friends about the podcast, and we appreciate it. Uh, Charlotte's in the books. Got a busy off season. See what all unfolds. We'll talk to you guys next week. Peace. Later. Man, he, he was awesome. I just I can't believe how many races he won and you know, he died at a young age of thirty six and he had a lot more in the tank. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Hey, he's undefeated at that track. He only got there to race go. it once, but he's never lost there. There you um, go. There you what go. happened in two thousand and uh yep. you know. So cool, man.